Hey, booze, hey, do your blankets feel like super glue in the morning? Well, sis, it's time to shake them off. Welcome to Wake Up Happy Sis, the show that jumpstarts your day with a bang. We're strolling down these self-care streets as we navigate the maze of wellness and healing. We're helping you live happy, healed, and whole. And we do it all with a hearty dose of belly laughs for good measure. Stay tuned and get ready to wake up happy, sis. Welcome, everybody. Let me let me turn this music. I don't forgot to turn the music off, y'all. But you know how we do. Welcome, 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 everybody. We are here on another beautiful Monday morning. And I want to welcome you to Wake Up Happy Sis on KCCR The Brownstone, where we are changing our narrative for our people by telling our stories our way. And today, I'm so excited for this episode today because we have a wonderful guest here who is going to help us talk about the seven surprise ways that you can thrive in your career and in your life without sacrificing your health and your happiness. Because we're not, we're not doing that no more. That, that's, that's, that's just off the plate. We're not doing that anymore. So we're all about finding that perfect balance between your career and your personal life, okay? And we're going to dig into it. Let's just let's just get on in. We have some conversations. We're going to get some tips, okay? I've got seven tips for you. And then we're just going to have a good old conversation, okay? So I want to introduce you to our special guest, uh, Coach Thea with Self Love for Black Girl Magic Coaching. Um, introduce yourself to the people. Hello, hello. Good morning, sis. How y'all doing? I'm happy to be here. I am honored to be here. Um, I love the show. I love the energy. I love what y'all doing out here in these internet streets. We need more of this, more of this positivity, and we need more encouragement and love. Um, I am a life coach, so I help women specifically. I help Black women create the life that they desire, um, that they dream about by taking small steps every day to get there. Um, I believe that our life would be so much better if we followed our own dreams and desires. Ours. Not our kids, not our grandmothers, not our husbands, not our mates, but if we did what we desired and we felt like we were born to do and to be here, then everyone else would everyone else would uh, benefit from that, right? They would get the um, fruits of our labor, right? They would reap the benefits of our labor. But I feel like we as Black women have done so much for our community and everyone else and focusing on everyone else that we ourselves are mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally unhappy. So myself, I took that same journey uh, 15 years ago before I had children. I have two children. And um, I took this self-love journey of myself by reading, what was the book that changed? The book that changed my life was Peace from Broken People. Mm, my God, mm. from Ayala Van Zandt. And I, at that moment, I realized that us as Black people have the generational curses and spirits and trauma running through our bloodline. And until we address that and realize, look, hey, wait, this is going to start with me. The book is going to start with me. Let me fix all of this, right? Before I move into the next generation, I realized that focusing on my happiness and focusing on my mental well-being and figuring out how I got to where I was before I had children helped me to birth 
calm, happy, successful, capable, encouraging children. So it worked. Um, so I'm trying in my journey of happiness that I've gotten to one small step at a time every day. I'm trying to get other black women to see you can do the same thing if you focus on you. Yes, we are so aligned in that um, because that's that's definitely the whole premise behind Wake Up Happy Sis as well is making sure that as black women, we learn how to put ourselves first and not have guilt around it, not have shame behind it, right? And be unapologetic about taking care of ourselves inside out. We do a real good job of taking care of the outside, right? We're going to get our yep. hair done. We're going to get our nails done. We're going to get a fresh fit. We're going to do all those things. Yeah. And we're smiling on the outside and on the inside. We're crying. We're dying. So that's what Wake Up Happy Sis is truly about, is about helping women take those steps that they need to go from just surviving to thriving. Mm. Because the two are not the same. Mm. So Sharonda, why don't you uh, introduce yourself to the people? Well, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning to our beautiful guest today, Kostia. Oh my gosh, you are everything with that black girl magic stuff going on. I swear you are. I am Sharonda Seeley of Bookkeeping 101, and I, too, dibble and dabble in some Black girl magic to take the stress away from business owners, to yes. keep their focus on why they went into business in the first place so I can do their books, because that is my business. Yes. And look, that's the Black girl magic we all need, okay? Yeah. We need them books to be tightened up. Yeah. Tighten them up. Tighten them up. Sharonda, go get you tightened up. Uh, and me, I'm Leanne Dulce, self-care strategist and newly dubbed wellness whisperer. I was like, I like that. I like that. I love that too. And your chief self-love officer. I already talked a little bit about what Wake Up Happy Sis is, but I'm a certified wellness coach. I don't know. I just have a thing saying life coach. Hmm. But I guess it is. I like, I don't even want to be a coach. I want to, I I just want to help people. I don't know if you call that a coach. I have a block on the word coach. Everybody, because, you know, everybody wants to be a coach now. You can pick something else. That's pick right. another or nothing at all. Just do you. Whatever you like. You know, right. the whole whisper. you know, that's it. I just, I'm just out here to help my sisters. I'm helping us live happy, healed, and whole every day. Yeah. So let's jump into this topic because... Mm. Oh, good. Mm. This is, I was so excited for this topic. So I want to start out briefly by just kind of talking about the balance between kind of career and life, right? Especially as Black women. And everybody thinks we have it so easy. I don't know why, but That's we're, we're facing, yeah, we're facing so many different things when we're trying to balance our career and our personal life. We've got double discrimination. So we're not only discriminated because we're black, we're also discriminated because we're women, gender mm. and race, right? And that leads yeah. to more challenges in the workplace. We've got to be five times better to just be seen as average, Absolutely. right? Our coworkers are being promoted before us. People we train sometimes 
coming up before us. And you're like, well, what the hell? Yep. Right? What's going on? And having that struggle for professional women to break through that glass ceiling, especially if you're in, I'm an IT girl. So being in a very white male dominated field, right? I have friends who are in construction. You know, that's a very white male dominated field to try and break through that glass ceiling and combat systemic biases. That just creates additional pressure, additional stress that we just don't need, <laughs> right? Also, emotional labor. Now, you know, we the mama, sometimes we're the daddy, we're the nurse, we are the therapist, we're the psychiatrist, psychologist, the chauffeur, we are the everything, right? That puts so much emotional pressure on us to be everything for everybody. And that's why we get pushed farther and farther down in our list. And then we also have a limited support system, Absolutely. right? Who do we go to when we're all when we're the strong one in the family? Because when you're the strong one and everybody comes to you, when you try and go back to them, they ain't got it. <laughs> yep. And then microaggressions. Oh. Right? We just had a whole show about microaggressions I and watched stereotypes. It. <laughs> Baby, look, that's enough to make a person just want to cut and leave everything behind. And go live in a hut in the middle of, of a plush place. I could, I could just be one of the people that just roll up and down the the, uh, the beach and mm -hmm. just do day laborers type day mm -hmm. stuff. I, yep. I, I could, I'm gonna buy me a bus. I'm gonna move to a tropical place. And I'm gonna just have a bus and a little tiki stand where I sell drinks topless. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Yeah. It's the topless part. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Doing what yeah, you want to do. So freedom. I mean, freedom. I'm a, I'm a nudist by uh, by choice. Freedom. Just you know, I feel I'd be happy. With so that. her clothes are for us, not for, not 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 for her. The clothes are her. so I don't go to jail. I'm just wearing these clothes so I don't get fined. Okay, that's that's the whole point. Very considerate of you. You know, thank you. We appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Because I don't want I don't want Paulette getting mad because I'm over here. Everything out on the show, and she's like, Leanne, what you doing? I don't need that. You don't need that. I don't need that. Okay. And then the last one intersectional pressure. Mm. And when we're looking at balancing our career, balancing our personal life, when you then consider the intersectionality of identities, discrimination, right? Socioeconomic status. Feeling, am I good enough? Right? There are so many things sexuality, disability, everything, so many different aspects of our identity that we sometimes have to push down, push to the side, hide it so that we don't feel we can be ourselves. We look, if you work in a professional environment, every Black woman's had to code switch at some point in their life. Lord have mercy. So we don't and even I, need to be our authentic selves. I, I see, and I now that you know, I'm on the other side of of corporate America and stuff, I'm just really not liking the things that you are bringing to light right now, and realizing it that I had to like shrink my. I felt like I had to shrink yeah. myself down 
to be able to fit in this place. And we were talking the other day about a, a, a square peg in a round hole. Mm-hmm. And and you're supposed see, and, and I also learned that the, the reason why you're feeling uncomfortable is because you're not supposed to be there. You're supposed to have your own. Mm-hmm. And yes. if you're fighting your own nature and stuff to try to please other people or eat, actually beg for support and stuff, Ooh. it's set up for that. Because if you got to fight for something that's do you, you're not in the right place. Okay. Thank you. Facts. Facts. I, I 100% agree with that because when I was in corporate America and I worked for a major telecom company, um, and I've told part of this story before they had started a new group. It was a quality assurance for project management. Now I'm PMP certified. I can QA some some project managers. New thing. I wrote all the documentation. I created the training program. I created all of this. Just as a regular employee, I wasn't a manager. I wasn't a lead. I was I was just the regular person because we were new and it needed to be done. I was the one training people. But when a lead position came up, they brought in. You are not considered, right? They brought somebody in outside the team. Now, I had locks down to my butt. I didn't present what they thought. But I was, and this is not to my own horn. I was the most intelligent one. That's my job. That is your job. I was the most intelligent one. I I wrote. I Even though I wasn't over the department, I created everything that was how that department was run. I almost wish I could be uh, surprised by what you just said, but I'm truly not. Right. But, Very common. But when you get there That's and amazing. all of a sudden they're saying where they brought in a new VP and they told us we are going to, we're getting rid of low performers. So I don't think there's nothing. I don't think. Excuse me. Wait, wait, wait. Can you allow me the moment to get my mm-hmm. eyes stuck off the damn ceiling yeah, right I'm now? But that's what he said. He was. They were getting rid of low performers. I know they're not talking about me, right? That's what you said. It's the they. They talking about me. They talking about me. I'm good. I'm good. So at this point, I am a lead. They brought in this new VP. He's like, we're going to be getting rid of low performers. There's two black people on. Well, at this point, there's three black people on the team. There's myself, the lady who was a new lead who I just trained. She's coming in to be a manager, but they made her a lead first. So I trained her. So you know, she was you know manager, exactly right? what I know. And there was a, another black girl who was a low performer. I knew she was going to be cut. I, I didn't think I was on the chopping block. <laughs> Shame on you. They tried Shame to rate you. me a two out of five on my mid-year review that was three months late. Hmm. But when you feel it, sometimes we try and we try and give people the benefit of every doubt and that's the benefit of our doubt our doubting ourselves maybe i was slacking off maybe i was right but just like you said i wasn't meant to be there i was not meant to be there and i was fighting against moving somewhere else because i was comfortable we get real we get so caught in being comfortable and being safe that we don't want to step outside that little box we put ourselves in and we're stopping right. our own shine. We're stopping our own growth. 
So let's let's get into some of these questions because I'm I like I like discussion. I don't like talking to everybody. So I couldn't tell this stuff. Oh, we we being we 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 trying to be petty, Sharonda. We got dope. <laughs> we, we trying to we trying we trying to be petty. We trying to be petty. Now we Excuse know. Me, I temporarily forgot who I was dealing with. My bad. I'm so- <laughs> She tried. She came at me, y'all. You see, you see that I was over here minding my. I'm sorry, you feet. didn't call for me. That was totally. I did not come bad. for you. you Don't do not come for me unless I send for you. And you came for me. My feelings is hurt. I almost cried. <laughs> I almost cried. I'm almost sorry, then. I'm, I'm, I'm almost sorry. You know what? Now's a good time to break for a little station identification, since Sharonda want to be petty. With me. <laughs> we gonna go ahead. So just y'all just go on and listen to this because we have some wonderful things that are coming up on Brownstone Worldwide. That is the company, the network that owns KCCR, the Brownstone that I'm broadcasting you live on today. So you you know we've got join Brownstone Worldwide in Exhale Central Georgia for the summer gala event of the season. Set in the picturesque Dove Down Griffin, Georgia area, our gala promises to be the social highlight of the summer. Revel in an evening of elegance and purpose, all while contributing to a transformative cause, which is sponsoring college scholarships for promising young women headed to college. Experience the perfect blend of networking, dining, and supporting a cause that can change lives. The Brownstone Worldwide Block Party Gala Fundraiser. Get your tickets today. Was that Paulette? Yes. I love it. Can I just say one thing? Paulette, Paulette was showing me, and this is totally off, off script. Paulette had some um, different spots because Paulette's worked in radio for over 20 years. She's been in the podcasting game over 10 years. So she knows what she's doing. She can switch her voice. She had one that was a country lady. She like, there was one I was like, that is not. You typically, I can pick up on people's voices. I can pick up on those subtle things, but I was like, "That ain't you. You better stop it. That that is not you." So, mm. yes, for those who don't know, um, our station owner Paulette Clark is a former member of Arrested Development. She's one of the actually the original members of Arrested Development. She's a fucking fabulous person, and yes, we do cuss on this show, so I don't want to. I was so happy to hear that. I was so happy. To hear y'all we, keep it, we keep it real and raw here. We that's why I had to watch it. I had to watch it because I said I don't want to say something and then people get offended. So I had to watch. Oh, good, they curse. Oh God. You know what I've learned in don't life? Try to Sometimes hold it back. people need to be offended. Sometimes we do have to offend people to get the message yes. across. Yeah. Life isn't about talking. us. Look, Sharonda yes. just offended me. I ain't even doing that. <laughs> and I didn't even cuss. No, well, didn't even, didn't even have to cuss. So I want to talk a little bit about kind of what I see as the seven steps. I'm just going to speak what they are. I'm not going to dive deep into them. And then I'm going to have some questions where we're going to just kind of start dissecting some of these pieces. Right. So the first one is practice self-awareness and self-reflection so we can identify our priorities and our values. Now, remember, we're talking about seven ways that you can thrive without sacrificing your health and your happiness. 
And this is thriving all areas of your life, your career, your personal life, all of that. Okay. So the first one is practice self-awareness and reflection so you can identify your priorities and your values. The second is set clear boundaries and communicate your needs effectively. You got to communicate your needs. You need to incorporate mindfulness and self-care into your daily routine. Super important. You need to prioritize your time so you can avoid burnout because you're using effective time management. So we're trying to stop the burnout before it happens. We don't want to get burnt out and then have to try and come back. We where need to stay flexible. Ago, girl. I know. I where, was, where was I when you was in the where military? Were you in my life? Then you need to stay flexible and adaptable in the face of changing circumstances. To me, that's a really key one. We have to stay flexible. But we also need to advocate for our own needs and goals. That's number six. And the seventh is build resilience and bounce back from all the setbacks. So I know I threw a lot at you right there. But when you're thinking about how can I thrive in my career, my life without sacrificing my happiness, my health, what comes to mind for you, Thea? Well, I feel like the self-awareness, if we're not practicing self-awareness in our, um, well, I think you said values and what we think is important, like what's important to me for me, then I'll, if we did that one by itself, all the rest of it would fall into place, right? Um, I'm aware of, I know what I need. I know what I'm looking for. I know for myself how I can feel comfortable, how I can feel um, not stressed or overwhelmed. So when I know that, then I can effectively communicate that. Then I know how to get that in the self-care act for myself. Like, I feel like if you start there, because what I've seen and what I understand is we are not self-aware. We have no idea. I have talked to people every, they have, all they know is they don't like their job. They don't like their kids. They don't like their husband. Like they have no idea where they are. Like, well, what are you looking for? What would be happiness for you? How would relaxation look for you? Like, that's where it starts until you get this together, right? You don't know how to effectively communicate. You arguing, you screaming, you yelling at people. They don't get it. You don't know. You're not asking for what you need, like, because you have no idea. And I feel like if you don't start there, then the rest of it is like a wash. Like, it doesn't even make any sense. Like, it, it's no use to even going through all the, the list because you you don't even, how am I going to effectively communicate something when I don't even know what I need? I don't even but, know where I am. That's because we're too busy, stuck in the mode of trying to get it done and trying to you know, take care of the family. You're not take. You're not slowing down enough to address yourself because you're too busy. What maybe advocating for other people or stuck Absolutely. in the mode to earn this money to take care of your family. You're not connecting yourself to yourself, so to speak, to Absolutely. be able to function from a, 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 a good, yeah. healthy mental place. I'm a. I'm a practicing minimalist. I've been a practicing minimalist probably for, hmm, I'll say seven or eight years. And what I realized is less, the less shit you do, the less shit you get. Hmm. 
Man. Like that's the problem. The less you do, the more you will get. And so what you just said says exactly what that is, right? I'm busy with kids. I'm busy with work. I'm busy with TV. I'm busy with social media. I'm busy with meetings. I'm busy with friends. I'm bit. You're doing too much, ma'am. Yeah. It's too much. Uh, I, I need you to. I need you to bring it down. I need you to stop doing so much. You got, and then you own too much, right? So now you got all this shit around. You got to clean. You got to keep up. You got subscriptions. You got all your money flying out the window. Like it's just too much. (laughs) Too much. Too much. It's too Too much. much. It's. I mean, and it's. It's. I found that I was. So when you don't take the time to properly address what you're going through. And on the flip side, when you call on the supervisory for support that you need to be able to express what's really and truly going on before a mental breakdown happens or while it's happening in the in the midst. I, OK, I might be talking about myself because this don't apply to anybody but me and stuff. But <laughs> you feel isolated. You feel that that you, you feel left let down because the ones that are you're entrusted to, you know, where the the leadership is concerned and stuff. It's like, look, help me, please. I don't know. I don't I've done all that I can. I've been doing all that I can and I keep talking to you about what's going on and you're not helping me. Well, that's a decision, right? They made that decision to be they passive. So you get to make a decision too, right? Period. So now I'm on the other Absolutely. side. And I can breathe. I can address myself now. Now, now if I don't like what's going on, all I got to do is look at this. This uh, you, Can you see Hello. that? Hello, Damir. Yes, absolutely. You know Hello. what, boss? I don't like you so much today. And then have a whole doggone conversation, you know, in the mirror and stuff. Because, you know, sometimes your boss needs to be told about their doggone self. Well, sometimes they do. Period. I, I, and I do believe that I do believe that you're doing it by choice. They made a choice. You need to make a choice. See? See? That part. Mm. That we, part. We ha- we're so busy with them on the outside. My boss, my co-workers, my friends, my children, my spouse. Well, if they would do this, and if they did this, and if they did, well, wait, wait, wait. They made a choice. You get to make a choice. You get to. That's freedom right People there. You get that. to. People forget that. You get hard. to be a part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get to make a simple choice. It's not hard. You get to decide, you know what? I'm not getting what I need. I'm, I'm going to exit stage left. I'm going I'm to hit the door. And most times, we can go somewhere else, take our skills and our value, and get paid more. Absolutely. Right. Like when I left that, I almost said the company name, Jesus. When I left that uh, telecom company, I immediately was making $15,000 more a year. Boom. Which means I was stopping myself from growth and from my bag. That's the part. You people's negativity and things starts to get to you and you start believing their narrative of your life. But that come back to yeah. self-awareness, right? Yeah, period. It does. And reflection, because it's it's not just it's not just being aware, but it's also reflecting on what you've done, what you've experienced, and looking at how do I incorporate the good pieces of that, and how do I change the bad pieces of that? 
right. right? A lot of times people think, oh, I'm grown. I'm done. I ain't, got, I ain't got to go back to school. I don't have to learn anything else. I'm good. You're not. Life you is know. a journey. There is no, the end point is you're done. Literally. <laughs> I ain't trying to get to that point. I'm trying to live to be like 120, you know, still walk, still just on the beach, just chilling. Drop yeah. I may only be able to drop it this much. The drop may be like this, but I still want, I still want a noticeable drop. Like you saw me, you saw me like, uh, okay. Be like, okay, Leanne's still out there dropping it like it's lukewarm. <laughs> it's not a drop it like it's hot, but you know. Yes, absolutely. I'm with you. Maybe so, tap water, you know. Like, like tap water, right. Not even distilled water. So how can people then take that self-reflection, right? Or has there been a time when you've had to take that reflection of self-awareness and apply it to your life and be like, you know what? This really doesn't align with my values and my priorities. So I do need to exit stage left. And how did you do that? Because a lot of people can't just immediately jump and leave. You have to plan to leave that situation, whether it's a job, a relationship or whatever, right? You can't, most people can't just up and go, fuck it, I'm out. So what steps or what tips would you give for somebody that's saying, you know what? I don't think this aligns. What do I do? Uh, for me, counseling to see what your options are, because with the counseling, that came a whole lot of options that I didn't know even applied to me to be able to help me make the decision to choose me by leaving corporate mm. America. And wow. it was it was eye opening. Um, I, I told my husband in uh, I think February of 2022, I wanted to leave. I, I can't do this anymore it was really and truly hurting me to work like my job was helping me make me sick do you understand what yeah. i said mm. yeah yeah because you have a choice to make when things are 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 doing you wrong and your 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 body is suffering for it, your mind is suffering for it it's do you stay and try to make it to the so-called retirement age to be able to collect a retirement or do you get counseling that's going to open your mind to other things that you didn't know was available to you so you could do it earlier and still be healthy enough to live to your actual retirement age to collect but you can do all of that now earlier and i explained that to my husband he was like let's go because we were gonna wait until i was 57 to live live life and enjoy the empty nestership and travel and all of that kind of stuff why wait when you could do it now exactly i love that because we get so caught in i'll do it when you don't With know if your win is ever going to come. You could walk out and get hit by a bus tomorrow. Don't. Hopefully that doesn't happen to a friend of mine like that. But, mm -hmm. but you know what I mean? Death is imminent. We just don't know when it's coming. It's going to come. You gotta you better so make you it count. You have to yeah. live that life now. And I love the concept of therapy, right? 
getting help. And that hasn't always been acceptable in the black community. Right. Well, remember, I'm biracial, so it was my, um, white, my inner white girl that told me to go get the counseling and stuff. So we need counseling. So I had to listen to to her that time. I had, had to, to listen, listen to Becky. Sometimes Becky be spot on, right? Because a lot of us grew up with what happens in our house or what happens here, here. You don't tell anybody about our mm -hmm. business, and that's nope. why we're hurting so much now. That's why we're mm -hmm. perceived as this superwoman, super strong, she's a rock, she's a this. No, I'm just dying on the inside because I've been told that I can't it's tell anybody. Cost, right? And I can't right. And I can't ask anybody for help because that makes me weak. Yeah. And Absolutely. I'm supposed to be the strong one. How can I be weak? That we form of thinking so is the devil. We have so much built up trauma. We have so much built up trauma. We got it, that we have to learn how to release. So let's talk about boundaries, because to me, boundaries, a part of that self-awareness with self-awareness has to come the boundaries and the communication of what you need. Mm. Right. So. How can people and this is for you, Thea, how can individuals set those clear boundaries and actually communicate their needs effectively when they may have a boss who is not on the same page, right? <laughs> a little stressful. How can, how do they do that? How do they get up the courage to even try and have that conversation? What would you suggest? Well, I believe that life and work are the same, right? You're still dealing with different personalities people who communicate differently, people who listen differently, people who it's the same, whether you're at work or at home, right? The people you live with, your relatives, it's all the same. They're all the same. The part of communication comes in with you learning or knowing who you're speaking to, right? So I know the way that I effectively communicate with my homegirl is not going to be the same way I communicate with my boss, right? It's not going to be the same. We, we can't bring the same energy. We can't use the same tone. We can't use the same language, right? So you have to know in your space, okay, my boss that I've been working with for so many years, I've seen when you have these one-on-one -on -one meetings and you bring a spreadsheet of what you're needing and how it's going to effectively communicate throughout the organization and help it. My boss loves that. He loves pictures and graphs to see, okay, if we did this, then I get this, and then this will be a happy marriage. And they're like, wow, okay, great, right? Or my boss is the type I take to lunch. We have a casual conversation, and I say, look, things are not working. Here is why. And then my boss is in this relaxed environment because I know that's where my boss is really more open and listening. And I say, you know what? And he says, you know what? You're right. Let's let's work on that, right? It's kind of the same, like I said, in your relationships with people you know. No, you know, they need right. Are they a straight chaser? They want it straight. Give it to me straight. You know, straight shooter, or you have the one that you have to coddle and love a little and 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 kiss a little before they understand what you're saying you need, right? So that's how I've learned to effectively communicate. Now I'm a straight shooter. I've been a straight shooter probably since I was five. So that's been hard for me to learn how to coddle and love. <laughs> So my yeah. husband and children have been an amazing, amazing in that journey of teaching.
teaching me how to be more gentle with my delivery. Yeah, baby, you ain't you ain't got to talk to me like that. That's exactly what like, I'm We ain't even, it's not even that level. You ain't even got to talk That's to me. That's exactly like what like, I don't even have a husband. And that's exactly what he said. He's like, dude, dude, are we going there? Why we gotta say it? I'm like, oh shit, I'm sorry. I didn't even notice. I just, I'm sorry. I have to, to... dial it back just a little bit, just a little he's like, bit. Man, he'd be like, man, this this ain't a conversation we had 15 times. Not that serious, like, I promise. I can get it. You know, you don't have to do all that, right? So knowing your audience and then yeah. tailoring what you need. To make sure you can convey that effectively, and sometimes you mm-hmm. have to say it five, six, seven, eight, nine times, you know, but effectively, so that they get it, they see it, they understand what you're looking for. And I wanted to go back to where the first question that you asked about the steps. Um, she said therapy. I love therapy, honey. I call me a therapist in a minute. I got three phone feeds out. Look, this, this shit ain't working. I need somebody to talk to, right? Yes. Um, I started that, I think that was the first start for my journey of getting to where I knew I needed to be happy in my place. So I said, okay, I'm too busy, too busy. Like we were talking about doing too much, trying to be, trying to be with the Joneses. Well, this is what they do across the street. So I guess this is what I'm supposed to do. This this is what they do. My, I've been homeschooling my kids since they was born. Well, when there I first you go. Met, hey, hey, hey now. Hey now. I, I yes, had a 13 year old and an 11 year old in August. And I'm the first generation ever. They're like, what? Homeschool? Don't know how to do that. Why are you doing that? I don't understand. What? You don't know nobody homeschool. Black people don't homeschool. They send their kids. Now you what know you me. Doing? Oh, I love it. Yes, I love it. Black people don't homeschool. What you doing? You know, we're too busy. I was in that mode. You ain't got black. I was in that mode. This is what we do. This is how we live. Another way was I'm a, I'm a vegetarian. My husband is a vegan, right? We we adopted that lifestyle after being Southern raised, Baptist, meat loving. Everything is in. There's no such thing as you know vegetables. This it, everything, right? So we we lived that life. That's how we grew up. And then when we became adults and we learned and we had we got educated, and we understood our bodies and what we needed. We said, well, we don't need that. Because they're doing it doesn't necessarily mean right. that's what we need, right? right? So let's alter what we need and for our healthy to be our optimum healthy, healthiest. And so I I started to do that. Just it's kind of like you have to be brave and courageous to do yeah. what you need for you, despite mm. everybody else. Mm. It, you have to be. It takes a lot of courage for me and my husband. And my key is to show up at a black family reunion with our own food and a cooler. It takes a lot of courage to do that. Mm-hmm. Right? You will be burnt at the stake. They, what? What is that? They ask, what's in that? What did you, a black eyed pea burger? What? No, no, no. We got real meat over here. What you doing? I don't think you understand the assignment then. <laughs> oh. You ain't putting that on it. You ain't putting that on our grill. Look, look everything. Doing it for what, all what makes that. you happy? I'm very yeah, proud you have of you to do that. what's right for you because exactly. now I'm an ultra carnivore. I'm an ultra carnivore. I eat my new vocabulary word. I eat the meats. I'm about the meats. We have the meats. That's it. Like, uh, like Arby's. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Ye
But um, so, but I still like there was a time when people thought I was like all the vegan people thought I was vegan because I was always at the vegan restaurants, right? I call myself a flexitarian. I call myself a flexitarian. I've always been big on vegetables, on not a lot of processed stuff, right? Now yeah. I may be a big girl, but don't get it twisted. I am. I do eat healthier than probably a lot of people, but I also do like gravy and meat and meat and meat. Flexitarian, your new vocabulary word today. I'm flexible. I tried to give up meat. It was horrible. Well, some, I, I don't think everyone is meant to have the same path. Everybody mm. not meant to do that. Not fit all. I read this amazing book called Eat Right for Your Blood Type, and my mind was blown. And it talked about our ancestral traits of your different blood types back when we were leaving the cave and killing things. So it told you about different, the different blood types, who collected the berries and grains. My blood type did. Who did the meat hunter? Who was the meat hunter's blood type? They told you that in the book, and I think it's a very old book, like 60s, it's a very old book. And I said, that makes so much sense. Everybody's not meant to eat the same thing. They're not meant to learn the same thing. They're not meant to live the same way. And until we understand what you desire, it's, it's, it's real. That's a good thing. Do what you desire. If you don't desire to live in the same place, I'd have moved in five different states in five years. And I'm going to leave this country and go all over the world. That's what I plan to do. That's what I want to do, right? But at one time, one point in time in my life, I thought, I'm supposed to get married, have 2.5 kids. I'm supposed to stay in this house for 50 years and retire, right? Well, no, that, that, ain't, that don't sound fun to me. That sounds boring as shit. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be bored. I was like, I get one life. I get one chance here. I want to wake up and be excited, right? I want to wake up happy, sis. That's how I want to do every day. Oh, period. Wait, wait, wait. Fan. Fan time. Every day I want to wake up past this. Yes. That's how I want to wake up. You got to get you a fan. You got to get you a fan. I do. I get so you I'm going to sew them out. You got like seven. <laughs> like seven but yeah, that's what I said. I, and so it mm -hmm. takes a lot of courage to do that when you're completely outside of what everybody else is doing. It takes a lot of courage to do that. But you're so much happier when you do it. It's such and a I, relief. And I think people need to stop being afraid to try something new. Mm. Right? Because to me, that's how you find. That's why I feel like a lot of people are lost when it comes to who they are, what they like, mm. what makes them happy, what doesn't make them happy. Right? They're lost in that because they've never actually taken that journey and they're so used to what everybody's told them they're supposed to do, want, look, think, mm. act, right? You got your parents um, that are telling you this, and they're only coming from their parents and what they know. That doesn't yeah. mean it's right for your life. You've got schools that are telling you you're supposed to go in. Schools raise us to be employees. Absolutely. Ooh, Absolutely. But not homeschoolers. Oh, no. Employees. Right. No, schools raise us to be employees. They don't raise us to have our own unique, independent thoughts. Mm. They raise us to have the thoughts they want us to have. Absolutely. You get a job working for somebody else, building their empire. See? You just be happy that they're giving you the crumbs that they're giving you because they over here making billions. Absolutely. And you only get this small 
and you ain't even at the top of this your right, you ain't even at the top of your pay scale. Mm-mm. And you're never medium. will be. You're medium. You're at the you're mid. They're not giving you Working all my way up to middle management. But even people that are executives, there's hmm. still that disparity in how much Absolutely. we paid versus how much other people are getting paid, right? Our way. So it's like every time we look, we have to be open to something new because we can't keep trying the same thing and thinking we're going to get a different result. Insanity. Definition of insane. That's it. Like, how many times you gonna run into that wall, sis? It hurts every time, I promise you. It's going to hurt every time. When are you gonna say, you know what, if I step two steps to the left, ain't no wall right there. The new right. Let me get out this wall's way, right? But we're so we're so stuck in, like you said, the perception that everybody else has of who we are and what we're supposed to do, what we can and can't accomplish. How many people, when you were in high school, the counselor tried to tell you what you should or shouldn't think about doing because they already had an idea of who you were in your mind. That's How funny you mentioned that. I was just thinking uh, when I was in high school, the counselor told me I should be a social worker. You have the demeanor of a social worker. And here I am, didn't realize it, that I had embodied that and implanted it in the back of my mind that I've always wanted to be a lawyer ever since I was a teenager. Felicia Rashad solidified that. For Collected me, your right? life. She, I knew that what, that's what I was supposed to be doing. But this counselor told me I should be a social worker. And ever since then, I kept delaying it and changing it, and I never did it. But you know what, sis? I have taken the LSAT, and I'm applying to law school in the fall because that's what I'm meant to do. That's right. I'm, I'm supposed to do that. When you wake up every day for 30 years and you have the same dream, you're supposed to do that. That's what you're supposed uh, to do. But that's we just are so stuck in what other people say. That we put a, that's that what they call it a dream deferred. Mm. How many people have gotten to the end of their life? How many people have gotten to the? I don't. What I don't want is to get to the end of my life and look back and be like, I really wish I had. Mm. That's the worst. The worst. I think about that every day. I don't want regrets. So I'm out here. I'm out here living my best life. If I want to talk to somebody, I'm going to talk to that person. I'm going to, and I'm, and I actually am an introvert, right? Well, I'm an ambivert. I'm an intro. I'm an extroverted introvert. I have extroverted moments. I have, I have extroverted moments, but my natural, my natural instinct is introverted, which sometimes is a trauma response. I ain't, I, we ain't going to mm. ready to hear that part, but. Wow. But sometimes it's a trauma response because somewhere along the line, somebody made you feel or they told you that you weren't important enough, you weren't good enough, you weren't pretty enough, you weren't whatever, and it caused you to shrink back into your shell. Now, that's not everybody's story, but there are a lot of people who are introverts because they are scared to step out and scared of being judged, scared of being rejected. And I mean, a real fear, not like, because everybody hates rejection, 
but some of us have a severe fear of it. I used to. I still do on sometimes, right? But a lot of times it's a trauma response because somebody told that little girl or that little boy, ain't nobody going to want you, nobody loves you, or they made you feel that. And we have to be the ones to change the narrative for ourselves. We can't keep going by what everybody else thinks of us. What do you think of you? Because I think that's awesome. You know, I think I'm awesome. So if they don't, I just feel like that's their loss because. Absolutely. What other people think about you is not your business. Absolutely. They don't have nothing to do with me. Hmm. That's their business. Nothing. So I want to talk. Oh, wait. It's 1048. We got to do one more station identification. See, I'm, up, I'm up here doing it today. Like, yes, absolutely. you are. So stay tuned, y'all. Get ready for the Brownstone Worldwide Neighbors Retreat 2024 on Celebrity Cruises. Pack your bags and hang out with us. The link is in your bio for those all-inclusive rooms. So in case y'all didn't know, we are having a cruise. 2024 is the Brownstone Neighbors Cruise. It's on Celebrity. It's not on Carnival none of them you ain't got to worry about the ratchet tree that comes with some of the other lines right we on a real upscale <laughs> right we on a real upscale type we have an upscale type thing here okay i'm gonna put the flyer back up so y'all can kind of see okay we going to uh grand cayman and bimini bahamas i love the bahamas right very nice. But it's oh, do y'all see where it says all inclusive? Do y'all see where it says they had me at all inclusive? That means my drinks are included. Yes. And if you've been on a cruise, you know them drinks be expensive. They get a little expensive if you don't buy the drink package. So see, I'm not trying to, you know, take out a second mortgage on my house to pay for a drink. I'm I'm just not gonna be able to do that and stuff. Yeah. Now, if you don't drink, because most people are like, oh, I'm not going to get the drink package because I don't drink like that. Well, I do. So I'm going right. to get my drink package. Yeah. And you Absolutely. ain't got to smuggle your drinks on. When you do that, you ain't got to smuggle your drinks on in the scope bottle. Okay. Why do you sound like you, you know, speaking from experience a little bit? Just not a lot, though. Just, just you know, allegedly and stuff. Allegedly. Yeah. That's the that's the thing, allegedly, because ain't ain't nobody saw me with no look at that was scope. Oh. In public, drinking a drinking from a scope bottle. First of all, see that's, that's not suspect at all. Do. You do not take it in public. That's hmm. on the ship only. Okay. <laughs> go get. So the you cup. drink from a scope bottle in no, public on the, the ship. Did I get that right? Cup from somewhere else, and Uh then you go look, and then you keep it moving. Oh, who's walking around with a scope? Come on now, you got to get it together. I'm just, I'm just, you know, going with what I was given. (laughs) And I'm taking notes because I haven't been on a cruise before, so I'm taking. You've not, so you don't have to come because you have to be so turned up and lit. That's, that's just period. So, well, I'm a I'm a natural extrovert, so I have no problem with that. 
Okay, you need to come and check no us problem. out and no just problem. kick it with us because we're good people. We're good. Absolutely. So the last part I want to talk about is really around resilience. Because mm. because resilience and advocating for your needs has been sprinkled through everything that we've said today. But you got to build that thick skin. Mm. because things are not always going to go your way, right? And how do we develop that resilience? We got to learn from all those failures and setbacks. Yeah. Great lessons in those things. Even in the even in the toxic narcissistic people that are coming at us, there's usually a hint of something in there. They take yeah. one little minor thing and they blow it out of proportion. And sometimes they just flat out lie. But what I try to do is is really analyze the situation. Is there something I could have done differently to change the outcome? Because we're also, remember, we're being self-aware and we're reflecting too. And as we're building up that, that's what's going to help us build that resilience is that reflection, but also action. Reflection and action, reflection and action. We have to look back, see what went well. Okay, when I did this, just like she said, when she's talking to her manager, I've learned that he does this when I do this. So we're not going to do that anymore. But he likes he likes his spreadsheets. He likes some figures and numbers and all that. Give him that. He's happy. So we have to do that with ourselves. When I did this, this is the outcome I got. Okay, maybe I need to switch it up and I'm going to try something else. But we built that resilience because we're using our experiences to learn and grow. Mm. And we want to overcome these challenges and setbacks and not be triggered every time somebody comes down on you. Everybody yeah. isn't trying to attack you, though, right? I think sometimes we get um, defensive but we need to not feel like everybody's attacking us. Sometimes they are trying to help us. Sometimes they are trying to attack us, though. Okay, so let's uh, wrap some uh, determination up in all of those things that you said. Yes. And sometimes those those things that we've gone through to make us who we are, it, it it's... Um, uh, use it as uh, motivation to keep striving. Sometimes those things. You, you ever seen the, uh, the 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 athletes that are running on a field and they have like a back? Sh I mean, a, a parachute in their back and it's creating resistance. Yeah. But with the determination and this single point focus that you're trying to get to a goal, and you, I mean, that doggo draft and that win that's in that parachute is the resistance part and. You just, I, I, you're just focused so much, and you're coming apart all at the doggone same time because you're not addressing yourself as you should when things are awry. You understand what I'm saying? So when it, so that square peg in a round hole thing, it, that doggone fit. I mean, you gotta take a doggone mallet to pound yourself into that doggone copper culture round hole thing and stuff and you were meant for more you this is you're only supposed to be passing through you're yeah. you're mm -hmm. on your way someplace this is a journey this isn't you you stay you stay too long yeah right you, you gotta keep it moving and stuff and it's 
this is a really great conversation. You, you just, I love what you do. You just pull it on out of me, stuff that I, I hadn't, you know, dealt with in a while, but it's pertinent for the conversation and stuff. Gosh, gosh. So you you just, you know, I'm, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. And then sometimes that doggo resistance be trying to pull you doggo back. It's going to pull you 10 steps back. Oh my God. Oh my we God. have to look at it and be like, sometimes you have to take two steps back so you can take 10 steps forward. And people are scared to have a setback, right? They're scared of setbacks because they think it equates to failure. It doesn't. Failure is when you stop and you give up. Right. That's only so when as it's long over. as you keep that determination. Yeah. And you, like you said, that laser focus on that point. Okay, mm -hmm. I took two steps back, but you know what? I'm going to keep moving until I've got 10 steps forward, 20 mm -hmm. steps forward, until I've met that goal, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Right. And sometimes that means you may have to take a little detour and do something else. But we, I give yourself a lot of grace. Oh, you girl, you know that's my favorite. Great. You know that's my favorite. Give yourself to the mm -hmm. grace to decide which way you're gonna go because you you have a part to play in your destiny. It things don't have to always happen to you. Change it. It could be happening for you to make the decision because the people that are in charge they made a decision and you get to make a decision yeah. too. And just and know that it's gonna be okay because you're not here by yourself. Your heavenly father, I'm okay. I am spiritual. I have a great relationship with my my heavenly father. I'm also a little ratchet sometimes, a little tiny bit and stuff. And so you just gotta just say fuck it and make the doggone decision yeah. and know that it's gonna be okay. Because again, you only get one time. You gotta make it count. Mm -hmm. And what that looks like, you get to decide, you you get to choose. It's a choice. Every single day, you're making several choices a day, every single day. When it counts, when it comes to you and your mental capacity, when it comes to doing what's right for you, that's not a crime because you do so much for everybody else. You need a you in your life to advocate for yourself. Yeah. And that's the magic. And I'm also a Black girl too. And you, you get to choose. You're not stuck. You're only stuck because you haven't you made that choice to go forward and keep That's it right. moving forward. That's right. And, and, and I completely agree with that. But unfortunately, we have come to the end of our show. Oh, man. So fast. It so does go fast. So. I want to thank you, Thea, for being here with us today and offer you. You can come back anytime and yeah, hang out with us. Love to. Um, you can come back and you're welcome anytime to come back. Um, now that you're an alumnus of the show, you can Yay. drop on in when you want Absolutely. to. Because we we've got space for everybody. Yay! It's the synergy part for me, child. That's, that's how Sharonda got here. Sharonda just came to an episode and stayed. I love it. That, like, that's, that'll probably be what my husband said too back in the day and stuff. Oh, I was just supposed to be coming for a visit and 25 years later, I'm here and stuff. It's magical stuff that happens when I come around. <laughs> you be like, I can't Black get rid of if I wanted to. Luckily, you I'm don't want it. Thankfully, it's not I'm a barnacle good. type of a relationship and stuff. Right. Because I, I bring happiness to your world and stuff. Yeah. 
So, Thea, tell us what you've got coming up and how people can connect with you. Oh, wonderful. Yes. So, let's see. First thing I have coming up is I have a uh, our first meeting. I'm starting a book club for us girls, us black girl magic. Um, we're reading uh, My Grandmother's Hand. So, this oh. is going to be, yeah. Look at her breathing. Oh, that touched your heart. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah. that's what we'll be reading. Yeah. We'll be meeting on January 22nd. I have a link for Eventbrite for people in to July. up there. You mean July? You said January. I did say January. June 22nd. Oh, okay, I'm about, I'm about to say we June, June 22nd. So I have that coming up. Um, people can reach me on all social media platforms, Self Love for Black Girl Magic, or you can look for Thea D. Parker. Um, like I said, I'm a homeschooling mom, so you can you can catch me in all them groups. I'm all over the place for homeschooling. Um, I do live in the crazy state of Florida, so yeah, I am here. So you, I'm always local. Someone's local. I I like to get coffee and have a chat, meet up. She's like, no, I'm not doing that. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> Ain't nobody, nobody wants. No, to I'm trying to leave. I'm trying Ooh. to get out myself. I'm trying to get out. It's kind of rough, you know. But yeah, so. That's where you can find me. I have my own podcast, The Thea Parker Show. Um, hopefully I can get, you know, y'all on my show. That would be amazing. Your energy and synergy is amazing. I would love that. Just let us know. Yes, that's yes. where I give life tips and tools for every day for women to relax, enjoy themselves, and rejuvenate because they need to do that in order for them yeah. so they can wake up happy because they won't that's wake up happy. That's it. <laughs> So, Sharon, tell the people how they can get in contact with you. Bookkeeping is my website because your books are my business. My business is called Bookkeeping 101, just like when we were in high school, because back, back in the 1900s when I was in high school, we had actual blackboards and stuff. So, my son drew this logo and this in chalk, Bookkeeping 101. And that's when I fell in love with it. And I will fall in love with your books, too, if you let me. And I'm here to help. Awesome. And if you want more of all this goodness that that we sprinkling out, you can head on over and join my Facebook group. We're just in the formation stages of it. So come on in to Wake Up Happy Sis. Join the community. We got space for you, sis. This is our safe haven. What I'm building is a safe haven for Black women so that we have our own spaces. And I want to thank Kwame for being here, uh, watching the show. So that's my that's one of my people. <laughs> so he was talking, he was telling y'all, don't be telling the secrets. Just keep drinking the coffee. Don't just tell, don't tell no secrets. Keep secrets to yourself. We ain't telling them all that. So make sure that you guys stay tuned in. Um, this month we're doing Mondays and Thursdays. So our next episode is going to be about breaking boundaries, mastering mm-hmm. self-advocacy and negotiating mm-hmm. for black women. Um, because this month we're focusing on professional wellness, helping you navigate these rough corporate streets mm-hmm. to help you live a happier, healthier life. So again, we can go from what surviving to thriving because they're not mm-hmm. the same. And when you leave that stage of surviving, 
all of those things you did to just get by no longer serve you. Mm-hmm. That's when you're ready to thrive, baby. So thank y'all for coming. It's been real. This has been Wake Up Happy Sis on KCCR The Brownstone. And I wish y'all the day that you're meant to have because you get to determine that. See y'all later. Have a good one. Bye. Where's my outro music?